Hello, this is Debbie with In Harmony Reiki and Inner Wellness. And today I'm doing a topic for the podcast Path to Harmony on protecting your energy, um, empathy burnout. And so what we're going to talk about today is the idea of how we protect giving so much of our energy that we become overwhelmed with the experience of those around us. So many of us are givers. We uh, care deeply about humanity and we connect deeply with the emotions of humanity. And so often we choose to serve <laughs> in our occupations or in our life um, as caregivers in some manner. And so this is a very common issue for those who work in healthcare, um, for those who are literal caregivers in nursing homes or assisted livings or at home. Um, parents, um, there are, are many of, of all genders um, caregivers that are just naturally drawn to serve and feel and support others. And with this deep heartfelt connection for others, we often feel their pain, we feel their sorrow, we feel their struggle, we feel um, their fatigue and weariness, their anger and fear. And, you know, we often can't do anything directly <laughs> to lighten that burden for them. And yet we can. And we, that's why we go into uh, this aspect of service. That's why we connect ourselves with people, because we are here to do something for them. Um, but what we are not here to do is to carry their burden for them. Um, each person is given their walk in life. Each person is given their series of lessons and mountains and valleys to, to travel in order for them to reach enlightenment within their own life path. Um, sometimes that involves illness, sometimes that involves disease, uh, sometimes that involves addiction, sometimes that involves what we'd like to blame on genetics um, as far as our health and um, body's abilities to sustain life. And yet, we each have a choice about how we learn and grow through our trials. And so as caregivers, as support and service people that have this deep empathy, we have to be careful not to take on and live under the burden of those that we are here to serve. Okay, the people that we are here to serve that are struggling, and all of us struggle, um, it's not about division, it's about how we're the same, but it's also about the roles that we play in life for one another. So when we enter a role as a caregiver or a support person or a listening ear, even just that good friend, okay, we're entering that role as someone with the strength to hear their story with the strength to see them in their need 
and to bring support and love and kindness to them in their place of need. And they are drawn to us not because we're burdened as they are necessarily, but usually they're drawn to us because of our strength. And so what they're needing is to be seen and heard, understood if possible, commiserated with to some degree, yes. But do they need you to sink under their burden and carry it with them and be in that same state of um, laden down energy? No, that's actually not what we're here to do. And that doesn't help them. And it doesn't help you. Okay, what we are here to do is to stand in our strength to see those who need to be seen, to hear those who need to be heard, to love on them and give kindness and attention as we are able or willing or desire to and as they need it. And in doing so, we can shine light on their struggle. Okay, but if we dive into their struggle with them, then who's going to save us both, right? We've jumped into the sinking boat and now who's going to, you know, who's going to paddle, right? So as those of us who are standing and feeling the pain of the world around us. Our job, our strength is to shine our light on the pain. And yes, we can feel what they're going through and we can be in gratitude that we're there to provide a shining light for those who need it. And we can be in gratitude that our path you know, is blessed, um, that, that we've been given a moment of strength um, when this person is in their moment of weakness. And we can share our strength rather than sharing their weakness. So we're always meant to grow, learn, lift up, rise, elevate, ascend. Okay, that's our life purpose in general, is to learn more, grow more, become more wise, become more connected, um, become more enlightened and aware. And so in this situation, it's the same. When we're interacting with others who are in the depths of struggle, dropping down to be burdened in the struggle with them is not the way to elevate humanity. Okay, we shine our light, we rise in our strength, we send love to their pain. Okay, we can certainly empathize, commiserate, um, understand, listen, feel what they're feeling with them in support and add light, strength, blessing, um, hope, um, perspective for change. So when people come to us in their struggle and are asking to be seen and heard, as we stand in our strength and as we love on them without judgment, that is actually the ideal interaction in my mind because they're being seen and heard, which is what they need in their struggle. 
because only when they're seen and heard can they gather the strength to step up for themselves. Okay, they need to be acknowledged in their pain before they can gather the strength to step up and rise up. So we see them and we hear them and that gives them the ability to be acknowledged and to say, I have value. Someone has seen me and heard me and I have value. And then they can start the process of rising up, but they're going to look to someone for an example of how to do that. And so as we support them in empathy and compassion and service to a level that is within our own boundaries, protecting our own levels, and we'll get to that in a moment. Okay, but as they see us honoring them exactly as they are, where they are, who they are, as we shine light and give love and kindness to them without judgment in that state, they can recognize that they have value and they can start the climb up because only they can lead the climb up. Only they can change their personal circumstances. So then as they see, I have value because this person has given me an ear. They have given me kindness and lack of judgment. So I have value. I can climb up. Now I'm going to look to that person to see where's the light. Where's the light I can reach for? What does climbing up look like? What does it look like to be stronger, to be able to stand on my own two feet and to serve? And so they get a glimpse, a window of strength and light by observing you. You don't have to try on that part. Just by being there, you're giving them a picture to dream about, to hope for. Maybe I can one day serve others also. And so this is the manner that if we can maintain our own balance as givers and servers and empaths, if we can maintain our own boundaries of energy, we are actually doing the people around us a far bigger service by shining the light, letting them be seen and heard, giving love and kindness without judgment, and giving them a picture of a better life, okay? And that's actually what we're here to do. We're here to become our best self so that others can feel good and learn to be their best selves as well. When we dive into our own healing journey, we set the example for others to do the same, and then we all rise up together. At different rates, yes, of course, um, in different cycles and patterns, of course, But we all rise as we lift one another up and heal ourselves. Okay, so now we go to the point of how do we protect how much energy we pour into into others. So we each have, you know, our gas tank of energy, okay? And, you know, the gas tank only holds so much, right? So maybe you've got a 15-gallon gas tank (laughs) in your heart, and maybe somebody else has got a 40-gallon gas tank in their heart. It doesn't really matter how much your tank holds. What really matters is are you replenishing it at the right time before you hit empty? So when we are giving of our energy, we need to be watching the gauge. You know, where are we? If we're down to half a tank, You know, we need to start thinking about, okay, how much more do I have to accomplish on this half a tank before I need to fill up? 
Okay, this is how we can look at our own energy stores as well. So if you're starting to feel fatigued, if you're starting to put off normal tasks because you don't have the energy to apply yourself to it, those are signals. That's that little warning light on your dash that says the fuel's getting low. You really better get serious about filling up your tank. Okay, don't plan any long trips. Don't uh, take on any large tasks that are going to draw more than you have. Okay, or you're going to get stuck in a place you don't want to be. And so as you're going through your day, as you're going through your week, as you're going through your month, um, you want to keep an eye on your energy gauge. And the key with this is you also have to identify how to refill your fuel tank. So if you're giving, even in a particular instance with a person who has need, Okay, you're with a person who has struggle and you're giving to them and it feels great and you're giving to them and you're starting to get tired and you're giving to them and you're feeling a little drained. Okay, you've already exceeded the energy you have for that situation. So you don't have to desert them and disappear. You can just pull back and be. Just shine your light in your space. You don't have to keep pouring into them. Okay, just your presence is a gift. Okay, so give what feels good when you start to feel fatigue. That's when you stop giving and just be. And make a plan for the next thing you do to be something that's refueling you. Whether it's getting something to eat, drinking some water, um, saying a prayer, meditating, touching a stone, smelling a flower, um, calling a friend. Whatever it is that you do to rejuvenate, um, to refill your tank, you know, you need to be aware of what things do refill your tank so that you have access to them when you need them. And so as you start watching your gauge, whether it's in a particular moment with a person or throughout your workday or throughout your work week and your time at home or with, you know, people that you are engaging with, you'll start to notice your own rhythms of energy. We all have different rhythms of energy that ebb and flow according to our own unique cycles. And as we work with that energy, we will become way more efficient in accomplishing the things we want to do in life. Um, When we rest when we feel tired and when we refuel when we feel depleted, Um, When we move, when we feel energized, um, these are the ways that we create productive, efficient, and balanced lives. So really avoiding overgiving is best done in my mind by being aware of your own energy stores and where your fuel gauge is at any given time. And so you might need to meditate on this or spend some time thinking about this. Like, how do I feel and what does that mean for my energy gauge? And maybe you even draw a picture and assess yourself on this little picture, you know, several times a day. Okay, where am I on my energy gauge and how do I decide what the rest of my day is going to hold? Whether I'm going to go out with friends or I'm going to stay home and have pasta, (laughs) you know. Um, Kind of figure out what you need and when you need it and, and what are my options for refilling my tank. And so the two parts to this are 
one, recognizing that diving in to someone's struggle and carrying their burden for them or with them is not serving you or them in the best way. Seeing them and hearing them, acknowledging them with respect, kindness, and lack of judgment, beautiful, perfect. That's what we're here to do. And disengaging from their energy to the extent that you can be the light for them, that you can be stable, present, and sometimes just still, just being stable and present and shining your light in your existence is enough. If you don't have any more to give than that, then just give that, just be. And they'll take what they need. And if it's not fulfilling what they need, then maybe they need to look somewhere else. Okay, but only give what you're there to give. Um, So keeping in mind that your strength and your light is serving them more than diving into their weakness. And the second part is keeping track of your energy gauge and having on hand an awareness of what refills your tank and choosing to refill your tank on a regular basis so that you don't get so overwhelmed and depleted that you can't recover, okay? Because we have to protect ourselves. If we are depleted and out of stores, then we're doing nobody any good, especially ourselves. And we have to come first. Put your oxygen mask on first, right? You know, maybe that's an old um, example, but it's a very good one. You know, we can't give out of an empty cup. And so you really have to be aware of how full is my cup and how do I fill it back up again? And so that's the number one priority. And as you learn to do that, you will become much more uh, nimble at maintaining your energy balance when you're in a situation with someone enduring struggle. I hope this helps. Uh, Be blessed this day, and thank you for listening to In Harmony, um, Path to Harmony podcast.